Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you.
welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was India by Gaia. The topic of today's show is all about Indo-European or Proto-Indo-European mythology. But first, have you got a chance to check out my blog? It's goddessvault.blogspot.com. And also please leave a comment to let me know what you think of it and the show. For all you loyal listeners out there, please share this podcast via YouTube, Twitter, Amino, Facebook, goddessvault.blogspot.com, SoundCloud, or wherever you can to everyone you know. Do you have an online pagan, metaphysical, occult, or new age store or service, and do you want to get more customers? Why not have me advertise your product or service through this podcast? If you're interested, you can contact me. Plus, I'm still looking for new show topics, spare guides, and dream symbols to talk about. If you have a suggestion, you can contact me through the Facebook page, through YouTube, the blog, and on Twitter. Now for the events coming up, hopefully in your area. All of them are old. Before I mention any of these, note that they might be cancelled due to the coronavirus outbreak. If you live in Vancouver, BC, Canada, their Pagan Pride Day will be on Saturday, August 8th from 10 to 5 at John Henry Park. I don't have any other information other than that, but I believe there will be vendors, entertainment, and workshops. And I believe it's free for everyone to come. For details or for more information, you can check them out on Facebook. If you live in Alabama in the States, Cosmic Connection along with the Gallery of Auburn will be hosting Auburn Pagan Pride Day on Saturday, September 12th at Kaisel Park. There are lots of things to do there, but you have to bring non-perishable food for their food drive, chair and or blanket, drums or other musical instruments, sunscreen, hoops and bug spray. For more information, go to auburnppd.org or if you want to join, send an RSVP on their Facebook page. If you live in the UK, Pagan Pride UK Angela will be hosting their Pagan Pride Festival 2020 Saturday, August 1st, noon to 7 at Mendmore Park in Leighton Buzzard. It's a free family-friendly festival with live music, workshops, dance, arts, crafts, and networking opportunities. For more information, check them out on Facebook. All the links will be in the show notes and on the blog. Now for the topic, Indo-European mythology. This one is tough because there isn't much written about it. I'll try to do my best and find out what it has to do with paganism. First, here's Ginger Ockley with Green the Hills. Green the hills that lie behind me Blue is the sky that cradles the dawn Crystal and clear the flowing water Golden the hour when day is done.
great is the sea that I sail upon. Far is the land that welcomed my birth. Empty the arms that once held my lover. Long is the road to the ends of the earth. What Proto-Indo-European mythology is is a narrative that has some things in common, whether it be a plot, a character, or a story. But then again, all myths, no matter what country they come from, has some similarities. There was one site that asked, "Where did the Greek myths come from?" Certainly, there were other tribes out there during the time that the ancient Greek rose to power. So, like many other cultures after it, the Greeks did get their sources somewhere and adapted it to make it their own. Then, continuing my research, I found that the modern languages of Europe were all derived from these Indo-European categories: Anatolian, Hellenic, Indo-Iranian, Italic, Celtic, Germanic, and Balto-Slavic. This is a new field of study. If you are into ancient history, I do have some links on the blog for you to go to if you are interested in Indo-European mythology. I'll talk about what it has to do with paganism after you hear "Broken Illusion" by Ancient Bards. <laughs>
for the spirit guide of the week. I'm going to Iran and Armenia for this week to talk about the goddess Anahita. She is the goddess of fertility, water, health, healing, wisdom, and war. Anahita is often referred to as the Persian Artemis or Persian Diana. She is also associated with other goddesses of other civilizations like Hindus Saraswati, Ishtar of Mesopotamia, Astarte, and Aphrodite. Anahita has dominion over all types of liquids, including seminal, vaginal, and amniotic fluids. She strengthens and purifies sperm, gives ample milk supplies, and empowers the womb. Anahita is always depicted as a beautiful maiden wearing a white gown which is embroidered with gold. She carries twigs of life in one hand which represents the bounty of the earth and fertility. Plus, she drives a chariot drawn by four horses of rain, wind, cloud, and sleet. If you're a man who has a reproductive disorder, you can call on Anahita to help you out with that. For women, she presides over successful breastfeeding and fertility. When it comes to war, Anahita is petitioned for victory in battle. What you can offer Anahita on your altar are the following. Since she is a water spirit, offer her some H2O, white or gold roses and tulips. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. Good. Mm-hmm. 
That was Goddess Fertility by Lindy Leela. When I was looking into Indo-European mythology and paganism, I could only find one blog. The article is called Mythic Symbols in Indo-European Paganism by Chris Godwin. In this article, Godwin mostly focused on Irish, Vedic, and Germanic myths, what they have in common, and what some of the subtle differences are. He believes that these three myths are the best preserved of all the Indo-European sources, with strong proto-Indo-European influences. The Irish myths are based on the set of myths about the gods of Gauls. The Indian myths come from the four Vedas called Samhitas, or collections, and his version of Germanic myths are Norse. Then he puts all three myths into more categories like creation, divine wars, earth mother and myth, deities of the land, sea, sky, and so on. The one thing that I found most interesting in Godwin's article is that most Indo-European myths have common motifs. Three common motifs might sound a little tokenish, and they are upper, middle, and underworlds. When I was doing my research on Hungarian mythology, I did read that their myths also included upper, middle, and underworld there too. The upper world is usually located in the sky, the middle world is the world that we live in, on land, and the underworld is the world that is underground. Other common motifs include fire, wells, and trees. I've included the link to the article in the show notes and the blog in case you are interested in reading more about it. Here's Between the Worlds by Hecate's Wheel.
dancing float away mysteries Feel her wash the circle clean Transforming love encircling Between the worlds are we Between the worlds are we By the earth that is her body The beauty of the world so green Enfolded in her arms Can you feel the mystery? The circle is cast The circle is cast The circle is cast The circle is cast between the worlds are we Feel her mystery The circle is cast Here's a dream symbol to interpret. Today's dream symbol is the horse. The horse in dreams usually represents strength, endurance, power, virility, physical energy, and sexual prowess. If the horse in your dreams is white, then it means prosperity, purity, and good fortunes. If the horse in your dreams is black, then it represents wildness, mystery, and the unknown. If you dream about a horse that is talking, it signifies higher knowledge. If the talking horse in your dreams is black, it implies that the message might be coming from your subconscious. If in your dreams you see a herd of wild horses, it represents a lack of responsibilities and a sense of freedom. To dream that you're riding a horse means that you're in a position of power. To dream of riding a horse that is out of control, it's telling you that you're being too carried away by your passions. To see an armored horse like those that the medieval knights rode in your dreams means that you are aggressive, powerful, fierce, and rigid. To dream that you bathe the horse means a renewal of vigor and strength. And to see a dead horse in your dreams, it's telling you that something in your life that once offered you strength is now gone. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
This next story comes from PITT.edu. It's a story from A Thousand and One Nights called Daydreaming. Now there was once a man at Baghdad who has seven sons. And when he died, he left to each of them 100 dirhams. And this fifth son called Alnaschar the Babbler invested all this money in some glassware and putting it in a big tray from which to show and sell it. He sat down on a raised bench at the foot of a wall, against which he leaned back, placing the tray on the ground in front of him. As he sat, he began daydreaming and said to himself, I have laid out a hundred dirhams on this glass. Now I will surely sell it for two hundred, and with it I will buy more glass and sell it for four hundred. Nor will I cease to buy and sell it, I become master of much wealth. With this I will buy all kinds of merchandise and jewelry and perfume and gain great profits on them, till, God willing, I will make my capital a hundred thousand dinars or two million dirhams. Then I will buy a handsome house together with slaves and horses and trappings of gold and eat and drink. Nor will there be a singing girl in the city, but I will have her sing to me. This he said looking at the tray before him with glassware worth a hundred dirhams. Then he continued, When I have amassed a hundred thousand dinars, I will send out marriage brokers to demand for me in marriage the hand of the vizier's daughter, for I hear that she is perfect in beauty and of surpassing grace. 
I will give her a dowry of a thousand dinars, and if her father consent, tis well. If not, I will take her by force, in spite of him. When I return home, I will buy ten little slaves and clothes for myself such as are worn by kings and sultans, and get a saddle of gold, set thick with precious jewels. Then I will mount and parade the city, with slaves before and behind me, while the people will salute me and call down blessings upon me. After which I will go to the vizier, the girl's father, with slaves behind and before me, as well as on either hand. When the vizier sees me, he will rise and seek me in his own place, sit down below me, because I am his son-in-law. Now I will have with me two slaves with purses, in each a thousand dinars, and I will give him the thousand dinars of the dowry, and make him a present of another thousand dinars, so that he may recognize my nobility and generosity and greatness of mind, and the littleness of the world in my eyes. And for every ten words he will say to me, I will answer him only two. Then I will return to my house, and if anyone comes to me on the bride's part, I will make him a present of money and clothe him in a robe of honor. But if he brings me a present, I will return it to him, and will not accept it, so that they may know how great of a soul I am. After a while, Anashar continued, Then I will command them to bring me the vizier's daughter to me in state, and will get my house ready in fine condition to receive her. When the time of the unveiling of the bride comes, I will put on my richest clothes and sit down on the couch of brocaded silk, leaning on a cushion and turning my eyes neither to the right nor to the left, to show the haughtiness of my mind and the seriousness of my character. My bride shall stand before me like the full moon, in her robe and ornaments, and I, out of my pride and my disdain, will not look at her, till all who are present shall say to me, O oh my lord, thy wife and thy handmaid stands before thee. Didn't look upon her, for standing is irksome to her, and they will kiss the earth before me many times. Whereupon I will lift my eyes and give one glance at her, then bend down my head again. Then they will carry her to the bride chamber, and meanwhile I will rise and change my clothes for a richer suit. When they bring in the bride for the second time, I will not look at her till they have implored me several times, when I will glance at her and bow down my head, nor will I cease doing thus till they have made an end of parading and displaying her. Then I will order one of my slaves to fetch a purse, and giving it to thee, and giving it to the tire woman, command them to lead her to the bride chamber. When they leave me alone with the bride, I will not look at her or speak to her, but will sit with her with adverted face, that she nay say, I am high of soul. Presently her mother will come to me and kiss my head and hands, and say to me, O oh my lord, look on thy handmaid, for she longs for thy favor, and heal her spirit. Will I give her no answer? But I will give her no answer. And when she sees this, she will come and kiss my feet and say, O oh my lord, verily my daughter is a beautiful girl who has never seen a man. And if thou show her this aversion, her heart will break. So do thou be gracious to her and speak to her. Then she will rise and fetch a cup of wine, and her daughter will take it and come to me. But I will leave her standing before me, while I recline upon a cushion of cloth of gold, and will not look at her to show the haughtiness of my heart so that she will think of me to be a sultan of exceeding dignity, and will say to me, O oh my lord, for God's sake, do not refuse to take the cup before thy servant's hand, for indeed I am thy handmaid. But I will not speak to her, and she will press me, saying, Needs must thou drink it, and put it to my lips. Then I will shake my fist in her face, and spurn her with my foot thus. So saying, he gave a kick in his foot, and knocked over the tray of glass. 
which fell over to the ground and all that was in it was broken. was Trobar de Morte with Arabian Night. Before that, you heard Dreaming of Wild White Horses by Hegelus Rune Dance. Before I go, I would like to announce two things about the music from the Goddesses Vault blog. One is that I finally found an affiliate for it. They are called The Mystical Moon. You can check them out by going to goddessvault.blogspot.com and click on their banner up top. They're an online store that has all sorts of candles, tarot cards, herbs, crystals, and more. Second, I have two new blogs on Vocal Plus. One is the COVID-19 show that I did. I don't think that all of this podcast's episodes will be on there because they have a no-religion rule that they put up last December. I'll try my best to hide that. 
but I do have a second blog on there called The Jobless Blogger. Go check both of them out. Other than that, if you have a suggestion for a song, show topic, spare guide, or dream symbol, or just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the blog, the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, the Amino Group, through the Midnight Star YouTube channel, SoundCloud, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with Bust, Egypt's Queen by Nathasia. Blessed be and be safe out there.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.